I got a joke. I've been saving it up all day. You got a joke? Are you, are you ready for the joke? I well, I guess I am. Yes. Do do I do I need to know what the joke's going to be about first, no, or no, are you no, just no, going to no, no. like I'm just lay it on me? Launch into it. Go go for it then. Go for it, please. Did you know hmm. that Mortal Kombat hmm. is based on an old Scandinavian religious song? No, I did not know that. It's the ancient Finnish hymn. <laughs> just wrong <laughs> been saving that one all day well, well worthwhile yeah well worthwhile i think yeah it's kind of you know you've got to save these things up and yeah you, just... you want to deploy them at the right moment you know deploy it and you know at the, the 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 what's it the opportune moment yeah 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 if you were waiting for the opportune moment that was it that was it <laughs> yeah Ah, uh, it's too hot today. It is a bit. I've I've had to sit extra far away from the virtual campfire. The virtual campfire is a little bit kind of hot and humid this evening, so yeah. So uh, if everybody wants to sit a little bit closer, closer apart, closer apart. Yeah, that. I knew what I meant. I know. Closer away from the fire. That's understandable. Also, it helps with the social distancing, which we're still doing. We are. Unless, of course, we put the virtual campfire in another country for the time being while they're having not having to do that. We could do that, but we'd still be sat here. Yeah. Not around the virtual campfire anymore. Because not... it'd be in, like, you know, wherever they're not doing... I don't know where they're not doing distancing. Well, like, just about everywhere. Oh, yeah. That's because we... We ballsed it up. You see, I was going to say something else, but yes, balls. <laughs> That's a good word. We made some un unpopular, un unthingy decisions. We made some Tory decisions. No, I'm not. I'm not to do it. We don't do politics on this show. We don't. Um, but anyway, the point is, it's rather warm here, and um, um, if you need to sit a little bit further away from the virtual campfire and us and us. <laughs> But it's good. That's the thing about the virtual campfire is that people can hear us no matter how far they're sitting away from the virtual campfire. It's nice. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's like pretty that. good. I mean, I, I sometimes go wandering off through the woods and, um, you know, I can, I can still hear things I know. going on. Great. You know, um, aliens and things. Um, anyway, was the... Was, Do you was... all the way to the submarine dock or not? Usually. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, to, the, just to the fence and then I turn around and come back. Walk, yeah, I yeah. reckon so. Um, it's a bit steep in places, but you know, oh, submarine dock, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't want it like halfway up a mountain, do you? You don't. That would be an impractical place for a submarine. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna put it in like the ski lift and 
Mm. Get it up there. Just yeah. stick it in on end. and On one of them big slings. Yeah, just wedge it Ooh. diagonally inside the cabin and just take it up in the ski lift and then dunk it out at the other end. It's it, it work, but it's not brilliantly practical. It's not brilliant. Speaking of not speaking of works, but not brilliantly practical, do you want a tripod? Should we have a tripod, a in, tripod in the campsite? Like a, a one that we put over the fire to cook food on no, tripod? No, I mean a proper one, like the big green... Oh, camera one. The, no, the proper ones from the books. Oh, they're a bit big. Yeah, I just thought they... You can't really fold them up and put them on the back of a bicycle, yeah, They you? do fold up. They have telescopic legs. Yeah, but you still can't put them on the back of a bicycle. You don't need a bicycle. You just get in the tripod and it runs. You go over a cattle grid with that on the back of your bike. It's just going to bounce off. You just stride over the landscape. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're, they're good for getting about the place. On a tripod on a bicycle. On a tripod on a bicycle. You could have the... You You're going to put the tripod on the bicycle. Is he going to like cycle with two telescopes what's he gonna do with a third leg right what you could do is this right you get two bicycles lash them two together bicycles. Two, two, bi bicycles. two motorbikes <laughs> two motorbikes two motorbikes getting better lash them together Just get a quad lash you see you're being straightforward now i am so lash Go them together two bicycles. to make a four-wheeled structure yeah right Lash that to each foot of the tripod. One of those to each foot of the it's tripod. It's going to fall over if you lash all three it's of them to not. one thing. Then you've got tripod roller skates. It's only going to have like a uniskate. No. You should just make one and lash all of its legs to one. It's going to fall over. I'm just thinking the, the possibilities are endless. I mean, you put it on the motorway, it's going to be able to zoom down the motorway on skates rather than having to having to sort of, you know, like stride its way. Just zooms down. I mean, you might have to put like a leg in one carriageway and a leg in the other because the they're third quite leg big. Go? Down the down the um, central reservation. Down the central reservation. That's going to be a little bit bumpy. You'd have to make that leg a little bit shorter, and it could go along the top of the fence. The median, as they say in America, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could put two legs in one carriageway and just one leg off the side in the other one. Are going to fall over if it does that? No, but it's it, it just means that it's not as it's not as even. And 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 when it gets to bridges it's gonna have to instead of just doing a hop skip over, it's gonna have to do like a hoppity hoppity hop over instead. Yeah, that's gonna be awkward. It is awkward. Yeah. I mean speed cameras. It's just gonna end up collecting speed cameras as it keeps, you know, fluming past it. Stupid I'm, speeds. You could get it to hop over those though as well, couldn't you? I mean, they they have to sign them. They have to put signs up saying "speed camera ahead." You can just get it to. It's bold of you to assume a tripod can read. True. Yeah, they probably don't do English, do they? I don't know. I'm I'm gonna have to think about this a little bit further. It's my master plan. Good master plan. Anyway. Keep working on it. Would you like to talk Just, about something realistic? You know, deconstruct your tripod. And... <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I've been reading books about tripods lately. It's fine. So. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. So what would you like to actually talk about? Well, lovely, lovely listeners. Most of whom have probably got bored and wandered off by no, now. No, they but... haven't. <laughs> they know it's us and they know we take left turns at Albuquerque at some point in the episode. Well, that's because you've got two legs in one carriageway and one it leg is. in the other. You can't be reading no maps when you've got legs all over the place. Absolutely not. It's just not going to work. Impractical. Yeah. 
Maybe you could get Google Maps to read it to you. I don't know. I'm sure you could. Like speak it out loud. Yeah. At the next road bridge, lift up two legs and then lean over, lift up the other leg and then take a left towards Aylmesbury. This is why I was thinking of the, the roller skates thing, to be honest, because I thought you could just lean. Lean on roller skates, you fall over. No. I know I've done this. No, you don't. Not if you're going around corners and stuff. You lean into it. Oh, you lean into the corner. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was never good at it on ice skates. I know that. I used to lean into the corner so far I'd fall over and land on the floor. Yeah, it's not good. But there is a um, there is a critical angle of attack, probably. Well, the tripod's all going to know about that. 60 degrees, isn't it? That's oh. so how you make a triangle. Well, they have to mount. They have to add up to 180 degrees. Don't. Anyway, was there something we wanted to talk about? There was. Right. Would you like to talk about it? Hello, lovely listeners. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Frithcast number 110. Is it 110? I think so. One one zero. I possibly. Well, I don't do maths brilliantly, but I think that's where we're up to. We should do a little tootle of celebration, shouldn't Go we? Go ahead, do the tootle. <laughs> And I just made that up on the spot. Good too cool. Thank you. So we are now ten episodes past our the big one. Mm-hmm. And into careering towards one hundred and thirteen. 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 One hundred and thirteen. We'll be on to we'll be on to a thousand before you know it. I don't know. Maybe not this century. Well, it's only taken us what, four years to get to here? <laughs> Nearly four and a half years. So it's only going to so take us, what, 36 years or so? Yeah. To do a thousand at this rate? Well, that's very nice, but I want to talk about beards. Beards? Beards. Okay. Beards. Something that you and I don't have that much personal experience of. I wish. <laughs> I don't know, I like a nice beard, but it's got to be kept. And it turns out... Yeah, I want to talk a bit about beards because um, I'm in a few groups on the internet and one of the things that reoccurs every now and again, we haven't actually introduced ourselves yet, have we? Get to it. Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome around the virtual campfire. My name's Suzanne Martin. I'm a haven with a head full of knowledge. Go! And I'm Kate and I'm just a layabout who happens to be here. Okay, we've introduced ourselves. So, beards. Yes. Every now and again... <laughs> There are conversations that come up about beards and masculinity and maybe people saying, can the group write me a, or can the leaders of the group write me a, a free pass letter so that I can grow my beard at work because they've told me I can't have one because I'm heathen and I want to grow a beard and it's, it's part of my faith and I need a letter from here to back it up or I need a statement from here and generally... As far as I've seen, the group leads go, yeah, no, we can't do that because mm -hmm. no reasons. So I thought we'd talk a bit about beards and maybe encompass a bit of um, like self-care along the way and all the hair care, kind of, all the hair care. Mm -hmm. yeah, all the hair care, all the face care, all the clothing care, all the time, all the time, always, <laughs> for all time. 
So, <laughs> there are a few literary sources that talk about how Vikings did self-care, looked after themselves. So I've got uh, a few of those to explore. Mm -hmm. We get sort of images and statuary often of ladies with long hair. We do. And long sort Usually of braids. dresses. Yeah, you can sometimes get braids or quite loose hair that curls down somebody's, goes down somebody's back. Mm -hmm. You get the, the Viking men are also described in several sources as what they do with their hair and their clothes. And there's a famous quote from a guy called John of Wallingford, and he's writing in the 13th century. So bearing in mind, this is after. Peak so, Viking. This is after peak. This is post-peak Viking. Okay. He is writing all of his stuff down, and he's a monk dude. He's a monk bro, so that's another reason to just pause before swallowing the whole thing with the, what's it, you know, salt wholesale something so a surfeit of lamborghinis yes now he's writing after the time and he's also a christian monk bro right so we've just got to do a bit of a double pause when we read what he writes it's potentially it's biased in at least two different directions yes we have to be careful when there is a um we have to be careful in, in interpreting the information that historians give us bearing in mind the cultural context and moral compass of the historians in question yes, yeah and how long ago they're writing after the event mm. or after what was going on so he wrote uh, vikings were according to their country's customs in the habit of combing their hair every day good yeah Bathing every Saturday and changing their clothes frequently. So their appearance matters mm. to the people he is describing and the way he's describing them. He's describing them as quite complimentary. They're quite, you know, up, up with the personal hygiene and the self-care. Yeah. It's very much, it's an odd period because for a Christian monk, the the Romans are very much absolute epitomes of cleanliness yeah they're very much bathe all the time be super clean and super tidy and shaved and that's a good thing romans were very smooth they were yes they were very very smooth they had the whole kind of strigil and oil and bathing and public bathhouses and their self-care is very important to them they go to the gymnasium they get a shower, they get washed down, they get their hair trimmed, they get the, the yeah, they're clean shaven in most of the images we've got. Yeah, yeah. Especially during the, uh, the, the sort of the bulk of the Republican period, it was it was considered very, uh, very important for a, a Roman to be to be clean shaven. They didn't do beards as a rule. It was no. only it was only as you got people from the sort of uh, the further out provinces started to come in and be elected into the Senate and stuff. That you started getting sneaky beards. Yes. Mm. So for them, it's really, really important. And fast forward a good few centuries and you get the Vikings, who are also with the hygiene and the very importance. Mm -hmm. But the Christians who are writing these documents down are basically, they, they take the view that washing too much is dangerous and it's vanity. Okay. So you wash enough to be pious, but not so much 
that you're overwashing. You're not like focusing on yourself and being prideful in your appearance mm, and, mm. and being vain in what you look like. Whereas to the, the accounts we've got of the Vikings, it's quite a kind of a thing. Yeah. That you comb your hair every day. You There's lots and lots of burial evidence for personal hygiene. So there's lots of combs. Mm. You get bone ones, especially antler combs. You get metal tweezers. You get razors. You get what they call ear picks. They're okay. like a little tiny... Uh, they're like a little tool that's about the length of a finger and they've got a tiny little, like, a spoon end on them. Oh, yes. Oh. So you put it in your ear and you kind of scoop out all the goo. Yeah. No. So they've been identified as ear picks. Yeah. Don't, lovely listeners, don't, don't shove things in your ears. Don't stick in your ears. It's very bad for you. Yeah. Don't stick spoons in your ears. Thank you. End of disclaimer. <laughs> but they've got these things called ear picks or yep. they've been identified as ear picks. They have, like, wide-bladed tweezers they have combs especially can be very, very ornate mm. and very beautiful craftsmanship. And you can get sort of little square ones and you can get really long combs with inscriptions on, didn't, carvings on. Didn't Thorfast make a really good comb? Thorfast made a really good <laughs> comb. He really, really did. And it kind of extends further. If you go into the Gragas, which is the early Icelandic law codes, it says there, if the man, if a man cuts the hair from someone else or makes him dirty anywhere, the penalty is that the offender is outlawed. Wow. Yeah. So you dirty kind of, somebody. It's kind of a big thing. You don't rip their clothing. You don't dirty, you know, you do not like harsh their mellow no you don't cut their hair you don't dirty their clothing you don't rip their clothing because if you do you get taken to the old thing and the society and outlaws you get you for outside that. the law wow for doing that and john of wallingford also talks about clothing being kept clean and being kept tidy and Havamal verse 61 tells us the same mm. that it doesn't matter how expensive your clothing is, providing it's kept well, it doesn't, no man should have to be ashamed of his trousers or his boots or his shoes, mm. providing they're in a good state of repair or they're, you know, patched well, they're, they're maintained. Yeah. Nobody has to be embarrassed about how high quality or low quality the clothing is, providing okay. that you're keeping it neat and tidy. So you don't have to be going around in the, in the most fashionable brand yeah providing you know you're you're tidy away with it yeah and you you've got something that's pretty stylish they'll take it or they've got you've got something but that you're taking care of the something seems reasonable they'll take it mm. so you're not kind of unkempt the reagan small says that men need to wash and comb out their hair and beard every morning because by the evening, they don't know where they're going to be. Well, I mean, this is true. I... So, you know, it's the equivalent of put clean underpants on. You don't know if you're going to get hit by a bus. Yeah, I suppose there is that, yes. They're very, very fatalistic societies. Yeah. So I, I smart haven't... yourself up because today might be your day. Yeah. I must admit I hadn't thought of it like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, so, you know, comb your hair out because that might be the last chance you've got to do that before you go and stand and 
you know, before a Valkyrie and she looks at you and goes, oh, mate, you are a scruff bag. I am not taking you anywhere. Would they do that? I don't know. I don't think there's any account of them, re- you know, refusing somebody to go because you get chosen. But because they're not when they're you not... want to be chosen, you go. You want to go looking your best. You yeah, know? I mean, you it's don't like want to be kind of rocking up without having combed your beard through in the morning and trimmed it down. And I was going to say, it's like going for a job interview. Yeah. I mean, the application form's a little more complicated. Slightly. Yes. <laughs> but... so, so slightly. But yeah, you want to present yourself your best. Yeah. I suppose. So. so the Regensmold talks about the fact that men need to wash and comb every morning, and they do. Mm. Ibn Fadlan describes men washing every morning. Um, he describes when he goes amongst the Rus and he watches them in the morning, and he watches. He describes a slave girl taking a bowl of a big bowl of water around. Yeah. And every man washing their hair in it and their face in it so they can detangle the hair and comb it out and then, like, tidy it away for the rest of the day. Yeah. Ibn Fadlan is not impressed because he basically says they they don't, when they're ritually dirty, they don't clean themselves afterwards. Okay. And they should, and I don't like it. And he, he describes this sort of big bowl of water that everybody communally uses it. Right. And for a Muslim, you you wash under running water. Okay. And a bowl of water isn't running. Well, this is true. And everybody is using it one after the other. Mm. So for him, he's like, yeah, they wash, but, bro, no, nasty. they They don't wash good. They don't wash good. They don't wash under running water and they don't do ritual cleaning when mm. they should do it. I mean, did he did he acknowledge obviously they they aren't part of his they aren't part of his culture, so you know you, can, you, you might think that he would sort of recognize the fact that there were differences, but I mean the 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 bowl of water thing going around everybody is is yeah. well, you know regardless of, of your of your of your cultural or your religious beliefs or whatever. It's it could get scraggy. You could imagine it getting well, scraggy. yeah, because he says they don't only wash their hair in it, they kind of wash their faces in it and they blow their noses and, and oh. get it all in the bowl and then the next oh. person uses it. Oh! So, yeah, they're not germophobics. They are not it. No! But for, for a Muslim... I wasn't, but I am now. Yeah. <laughs> for a Muslim who's used to washing in running water and doing it ritually before... Of course, yeah. ...sacrifice and prayer time... This would be... This is just like, oh, bro, that is nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he does say that they wash, mm-hmm. but he's not very impressed with it. <laughs> the standard is not great. The standard is not, according to him, he is not happy with the standard mm-hmm. of, of what's going on. But it's not just sort of personal washing. And like John of Wallingford says, when they wash every Saturday, they're washing themselves and their clothes. They're changing their clothes very often. You know from the Havamal that their clothes are kind of kept well. Yeah. Even if they're poor clothes, they're, they're in a good state of repair or they're kept well. Nobody goes shabby or unkempt. You're all kind of turning out in the best you can make. Mm, mm. But it's not the only thing. There's also, uh, there are reports, there are kind of written records of uh, bathhouses and saunas. Okay. Now, they've not identified one of these specifically like a sauna building mm. to the Viking Age, but... They have got man-made dips and hollows and adjustments to hot springs where they figure people just went. And you've got stories in 
the the sagas of people using bathing in hot springs but washing in hot water yeah and just kind of sitting in there and chilling out and it's a big thing in in northern europe is to go to the sauna mm, mm. but it's not the only thing that saunas get used for or hot springs get used for really if you look at the russian primary chronicle okay the viking queen of the rus olga good solid name that's a pretty yeah olga yeah. She's uh, listed as the Viking Queen of the Rus, and her husband has been killed. Bad. And she Unless lures... she didn't like him, in which case, you know. <laughs> she lures her husband's killers to her, her bathhouse or her sauna room, mm -hmm. and she steams them to death. What? She's... Right, I mean, right up to... I thought you were going for stabbing, but steaming them to death. I mean, yeah. obviously she's in the right place for that kind of thing. This is a, it's a bit of a flex. As, as methods of dispatching somebody go, yeah. it's complex. It's a mood. It's a mood. Yeah. A lot of energy required. Got a bit of a, lot you of know, time. You're like, oh, you know, <laughs> thralls, can you put me some extra fuel in for tonight? Because I'm going to need like all of the fuel. Yeah. Because I need to steam some fools. Yeah, this isn't just like let's get it nice and nice and hot and and moist. Yeah. So that we can, you know, do our our sort of what what would you call it? Sort of oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, ablutory. Yeah. Perspiration. Perspiration. You know, the right kind of temperature. You're going for over that. Yeah. You kind of you want to steam some fools to death. That's a lot of steam. steam. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, she, she lures them to her bathhouse or sauna room and steams them fools. Nice. And I, okay, this is a queen move. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, can... there's no question. It's, yeah. <laughs> I can take that. It's a bit of a queen move. Yeah. So while we've not got sort of a, a nice, neat archaeological record with a little plaque that just says, this is a Viking sauna house... We have got accounts and we have got like modifications to hot springs and man-made areas that are dated to that age. So maybe they were that frequent. They didn't want to bother writing about it so much because everybody knew. They've been to Russia for a steam queening. They have. Yes. <laughs> Very. <laughs> so all of this kind of... Queen. Sorry. Steam Queen! <laughs> Olga the Steam Queen. <laughs> You've got, I mean... Why would you not? Anyway, carry on. Yeah. So, so all of this kind of... Yeah, I think for me as a modern heathen, it, it reflects back on this current awareness of mindfulness, of self-care, of looking after your appearance mm. as mm. much as you can. Yeah. Not like spending hundreds of monies on whatever it is but making sure that you are neatly turned out in whatever circumstance you find yourself in yeah whatever you whatever you have access to is fine yeah there's no there's no shame in in wearing you know for want of a better word you know cheaper clothes yeah. there's no there's no shame in what you wear as long as you it's neat, take a little bit of effort to it's, to it's ready to go mm. yeah all of that very kingsman it is, you know, let me measure you for a suit. Mm -hmm. 
and it's it's very much that and that yes I've been in groups where people have sort of rocked up and posted up and said can I have a letter from the authorities because I want to grow a beard but growing a beard in the Viking age isn't a mandatory thing and it's certainly not connected with the faith mm. it's something that they did but it's not necessarily something that we have to do it so wasn't there isn't a religious requirement to grow facial hair yeah it wasn't done for religious reasons it was just the fact that most most, most people did men it. had beards yeah, yeah most yeah. it's so yeah going back to john of wallingford these very very metrosexual men vikings <laughs> It has consequences. And bearing in mind the things that we said right at the beginning where he's writing in the 13th century and mm. he's a monk bro, so it's kind of skewed two ways, potentially. Yeah. He, The beginning of that quote where I talked about um, Vikings, according to their country's customs, in the habit of combing their hair every day and bathing every Saturday, mm. the beginning of that quote actually says... The Danes made themselves too acceptable to English women by their in their elegant manners and their care of their person. Too acceptable, huh? Very too acceptable. Much too acceptable. I was like, oh, you know, tidy man bun and some yeah, hello. And there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you've combed your hair, you've had a bath. I'm in. <laughs> So all of these Anglo-Saxon dudes are not happy. Okay. These, these Anglo-Saxon dude bros, all the women are kind of doing double takes on these very nice looking Danes who don't smell, who are wearing nice, neat, tidy clothing, who are combing their hair every day, who are washing their face and their hands. For some reason, I've now got a certain meme image in my head. Yes. <laughs> it's like that, but reversed. Yeah. Because it's the uh, it's the ladies who are having their heads turned. Yeah. The the ladies in in England are having their heads turned by these very well turned out gentlemen, neat and tidy and well trimmed, and their clothes are love, uh, 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 properly clean. I and, know. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. You're aren't like, you gonna? Oh, aren't you? You know, overseas style shoes and a man bun. You're in. And in the meantime, you've got the some Saxon bloke next year or or whatever. Yeah. Going, hang on, what are you look? I have, what's the old joke? I have, I have a bath like every six months, whether I need one or not. Yes. <laughs> well, they're having a bath every week. Yeah. So their wash day was Saturday, which it's still, if I remember rightly, the word for Saturday in some of the Scandinavian countries still translates as wash day. Really? So you have wash day on Saturdays. So okay. every seven days on a Saturday, mm. you have a bath. That was when you did, yeah. Yeah, so you're having a bath. You're also cleaning your clothes. And even the law code says you do not get another person dirty. You don't, like, rip their clothes. You don't cut their hair. You just, you know, leave them to do their shiny thing and you get to do your shiny thing and do not mess with somebody else's look so actually cleanly tidy tidiliness was actually quite a thing for them yeah mm. huge thing so i think yeah we can take some things from that and other things maybe not so literally so i like the message of care mm. that they're taking over obviously over their um, appearance over themselves that they're taking those moments in the morning to comb their hair, mm. to wash their hair, to braid their beard up, to be able to comb their beard through, 
to be able to check their clothes to make sure that they're neat and tidy. Yeah. To wash their face and their hands. And yes, these are people capable of horrific, horrific acts, but they're also having a bath every Saturday. Yeah. And making sure that that personal which hygiene really is attributed to, you know, att- attended to. Which, which really, I mean, it makes up for it, really, doesn't it? You know, all the all the sort of raiding and the murdering and uh, and and all that. You know, as long as as long as you're clean, clean while and tidy, you and you're going over to foreign. You might not end you... up clean. Yeah, not very. No. You know. Um, but yeah, you're you're clean and you're tidy, and you're going over to trade, and you're having your bath every week. Even over there, over yeah. in this foreign country. I mean, I'd be much... You, you're turning the heads of their women, so yeah, the, the, if, the local lads aren't very impressed with you for that. If but, somebody you know. came charging in and burned my village down and stole all the, the, the sort of valuables that they could find and killed all the livestock and things, I, 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 I'd want them to be tidy while they were doing it, you know? Well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> So, the thing with beards. Um, yeah, the I big mean, beard debate. The big is, beard debate. Does somebody need a beard to be a practicing heathen? No. I remember. End of debate. I remember. Next. Sorry, many, carry on. I remember some years ago. Um, there seems to be a thing where, in in Britain, not every supermarket opens all night through. Mm. Um, we get certain. Obviously, there are certain big branches of the big chains that that open 24 hours and there seems to be this thing that people people do and i far be it from me to be judgmental it's just something it would never have occurred to me that you could wake up in the middle of the night go down to the shop in your pajamas buy something and then come home but people do this so they will actually go to the shop in their night clothes with just like with the jacket over the with, top with, or something. With the pajamas, with the dressing gown, the slippers, whatever. And there was one story about a, a, somebody who kept going into the shop in bare feet. And the shop didn't particularly like this. I mean, I, I don't have any, any particular against bare feet, I, you know, it, but it's... I don't want them on a the shop floor, though. But they, the shop yeah. didn't really want them on their floor. And, no. and, and could you please put something... And the person, I seem to remember, and I don't remember any of the details, I'll see if I can find it, but the person insisted that they had to have bare feet because they were a pagan. Oh. And it was part of their religion to have bare feet. Oh. And I remember a number of pagans at the time that I that I knew were sort of looking at this story and going, really, though? Um, yeah, I, just, I don't know. That kind of damages everything, doesn't it? It, it, it makes it more difficult for people to relate to you yeah and of, yeah. and of course it was it was event, eventually came down to well on what authority is it said that pagans must have bare feet because this is not does not seem to be a thing commonly recognized by other pagans mm. and of course there is no central authority in paganism there no. is no um there is no rule book as such that's largely the whole point of you know yes. a lot of pagans yeah. have have a, a, a rejection of organised religion as part of their core sort of, uh, um, I was going to say doctrine, that would be entirely the wrong word. <laughs> it's a little oxymoronic. There. Indeed. It's indeed. Pagan doctrine. It's in the time I've been 
you know, with with you and where I've been, I've sort of discovered the the wonderful world of heathenry and 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 got to know some of the people that we know within that community and 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 so forth. And, and many of them do wear sport beards, some rather magnificent. The there are some spectacular <laughs> ones out there, and that's all good. Mm. But I think I would draw the line at it being a requirement mm. of of what. Of faith. I mean, for some faiths, it is a requirement. Indeed. But I it tends believe to be a Sikhism. Yes. Asks... Yes. Not to cut your hair. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't. Uh, uh, heathens don't have any such single command. It's not even in the Havamal about having facial hair is is the sign of your manliness and therefore you must sport that it's mm, not mm. quite that way so i think yes there's a lot about personal hygiene but they kept their beards trimmed they kept their appearance neat they were very very fastidious about what they wore and how they wore it and that whole personal hygiene mm. thing and i think maybe that's the the better thing to focus on here is can we yeah, there are days when I get up and I'm like, you know what? Can't today. No. I <laughs> just can't. But I've, I've had a lot of those days yeah. lately, yeah. So, and yeah, when you get to that state of mind, your personal hygiene slips a little bit. Yeah. Because you're like, you know what? I'm just not going to do socks and shoes today. I'm just going to walk around the house in bare feet. Job done. Yeah. Or it's... I'm just going to kind of run my hands through my hair scrag it up into a bun and mm. it's done and it's out the way and I can forget about it for the day because I do not have the energy or the focus to be able to care yeah. for myself in the ways that I normally would. Yeah. So maybe that's something we can take away from these very detailed kind of description pictures that we have and very much the archaeological evidence in the fact of combs, tweezers, razors those little ear picks the spoons, that I ear spoons yeah. all being part of like a little toiletry kit which you tend to find you know you find them in graves and you might mm. just find a comb or you might find the full set but it seems to be quite an accepted practice to have these little personal items it's a common thing yeah that you can use to maintain your appearance with but the the greater lesson is probably if you're if you're wanting to 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 sort of reflect those practices from that age the the better lesson is look after your appearance as as, as best you're able to look mm. after other people respect other people's appearance yeah you know respect the fact that free with those you know non-appearance based compliments which might <laughs> be slightly more tricky yeah, don't don't sort of mess with somebody else's, as you say, you don't mess yeah, with somebody yeah. else's hair. Or, Do or, not mess or, or with somebody else's look, it's their thing. Um, but it's not. It's more that than, than you must have a beard or you must present yourself in a certain way. It's more just a case of, yeah. you know, just, just look after yourself, keep yourself clean. And yes, keep clean, keep tidy, do a little not, bit every day, have a little routine every day if you want a routine yeah. every day. Not even so much that, you know, you've got to impress anyone. It's just that it's a good, it's good practice to, to sort of keep yourself clean. Yeah. You know, and if you can, if you can manage to do that, if you've got enough, enough, um, I was going to say spoons, but I'm thinking of ear spoons now. Um, <laughs> wrong spoon, wrong spoon. But if you've got enough. Don't put that in your coffee. If you've got enough spoons to be able to do sort of, you know, anything, 
Yeah. Um, you know, try to try to keep one on 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 side for doing that. Yeah. But not the ear thing, because don't stick things in your ears. No. Bad for you. Yeah. Also Even don't also don't look at the sun. Also that. Don't know why I mentioned that, but you know, it's, just it's, don't. No, it's good. Looking after yourself, it's all in that same vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So, lovely listeners, yeah, I think what I commonly see reoccurring in a lot of heathen groups is this sort of, can we debate having a beard as having religious practice? And there isn't any command or isn't any note of Mm. beards being required. There's no orthodoxy saying. There isn't. Mm. But there is plenty around self-care. Yeah. There is plenty around keeping yourself neat and tidy and apparently turning the heads of all these lovely people in these foreign lands because yeah. you look that good. Apparently so. You are shiny and sparkly. Oh, yeah. And this is yet another reason why I wouldn't make a very good heathen. You know, you, you walk into foreign parts and you are rocking the vibe, people are going to turn heads. Because I am a sloven. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Love you too. <laughs> so lovely listeners we're going to leave you on that kind of self-care pondering kind of place hopefully about yeah. maybe about your own routines about the time you take for yourself and having those few minutes at the start of a day or at the end of the day just to have those little bits of time maybe for a wash maybe to comb your hair out or comb your beard out if you happen to own one hmm. This, somebody this, else's beard out if they happen to own one. I mean, it's all good. The 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 all the historical stuff aside, this is this whole thing, this whole episode has basically just been a way for you to try to remind me to comb my hair occasionally, hasn't it? Possibly. Yeah. 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 I do try to remember. Whatever works. I do it probably at least every couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely listeners. We're going to leave you on that point. We're going to talk to you all next time for episode 111. The, 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 111. 111 like Bilbo's birthday. Yes. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're going to maybe tie that into Bilbo's birthday. We're going to have to tie that into Bilbo's birthday. Aren't we? Oh, we can, but we don't need to, to give away too much. Oh, yeah. Shh, shh. Don't, don't tell everybody that one. Yeah. Lovely listeners. If you want to find us online, you can find me. My name is Suzanne Martin. I'm on Facebook under that name. I'm also on Twitter at Geetha in Jeans. And I hold a blog under Geetha in Jeans as well. And if you want to find me, because it's possible you might, you can find me on our Discord, which is reached through our Facebook page at fb.com slash frithcastpod. Or... We are recording this in around July 2021. We are. When I currently have a Facebook profile all newly set up. You do. At Kate Coldwind. Yes. So you can come and find me there too, if you want to. And it might last a week or two. If you want to come and say hi, if you want to come and throw us a friend request, come and sit in the Discord and hang out with us and lovely listeners around the world. Yeah. We have some channels ready and waiting for you to explore. You are very welcome to come and join us as you like lovely listeners thank you very much for joining us for this episode we will talk to you all again in episode 111 of Frithcast
<laughs> See you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.